Welcome to It's All Fine and Dangy, where we talk about community, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 111 of the It's All Fine and Dangy podcast. That's your lucky number, isn't it? 111? 11 is my lucky number. Ah. So, yes, we could consider this a lucky podcast. I mean, I feel pretty lucky because we are actually recording our show from Asheville, North Carolina. We are on our honeymoon. We are, and you might hear cars going by on the Blue Ridge Parkway. That's right. We are at an elevation of about 3,300 plus feet, and um, we're sitting at one of the overlooks, and we are recording this podcast looking over the mountains. Yeah, it's beautiful down there. And we're going to enjoy the sunset up here as we record the podcast. How cool is that? Yeah, so this is an audio-only podcast, so you're going to hear us talk about what we see, but we're not going to post a video this week because... As Angie mentioned, we are on our honeymoon, and we're actually recording an episode of the podcast on our honeymoon. That's right, because, you know, the show must go on. That's a very good point. (laughs) The show must go on. So, again, you may hear a little ambience back in the background. You might even hear some birds. I hear birds. Or cars honking. Or cars honking at each other out here. (laughs) We have had such an adventurous couple of weeks, or week and change, I guess, now. Yes, yes. And so this podcast is primarily, this episode of the podcast can be a little different, primarily about the, the places that we've been to promoting small businesses back in town in Central Florida. And if you ever come out to North Carolina, specifically the Asheville area, not just in Asheville, but some of the surrounding towns also, we have found some amazing places to go to for uh, adventurous stuff to do, for restaurants to eat at. Yep. And we're going to mention the ones that we've really enjoyed. And if we found a couple duds, we're not going to mention them because the value there is really for, you know, if you guys are here and you want to go to places that are very cool. That's right. Um, and so we got to enjoy our traditional anniversary weekend thing that we do yeah back home back home in winter garden old old the historic um downtown winter garden yep and what we do every year for our anniversary is we stay at the historic edgewater hotel love that place yep we had them on the show a couple weeks ago and um but this year we got married the weekend of our seventh anniversary together that's right so um but yeah we did do our stay at the edgewater and as always top-notch customer service there i mean just they make you feel like you're at home and it's just ever the staff and everybody there is so nice and the hotel's so clean oh yeah and it's just amazing they're just amazing and that you know you chit chat with the locals and people also that have traveled from all Mm -hmm. over the place to come there we met a couple that had come i believe they said they came all the way from Louisiana. Louisiana. And it's a very, what I love about the hotel, it's that old bed and breakfast kind of feel. It's trying to create like a sense of community, meeting new people, and, you know, kind of everybody coming together in the common area for breakfast. It is a hidden gem. And the people that we met in there, a couple of them had never heard of the place before. The thing about the Edgewater is because it is a historic building, from the outside, you know, it looks like an older building. It doesn't look like much, to be honest. But once you get in there, once you get checked in, you get upstairs, you'll be blown away. They were blown away. And so we can't say enough good things about the Edgewater. So we checked in there. We had our uh, uh, night there like we always do. Mm -hmm. We went and hit the bike trail out there in uh, Winter Garden. We've talked a lot about the bike trail. We've met with the 
Rails to Trails Conservancy guy, Ken, I can't remember his last name, but he's in one of our previous episodes as well. Uh, very fun on the bike trail that day. And we found a place out there that we've driven past many times yeah. called the Oakland Nature Preserve. And in the Oakland Nature Preserve, we, we walked out on the Oakland Nature Preserve Trail out on Lake Apopka. Yeah, and we had actually walked the front part of that trail before. They have like a more kind of um, uh, rural one that's like trails through the woods, but yep, this yep. had the walkway like a all Like a through. wooden dock, yeah. Yeah, like a wooden dock because it is a little bit of a marshier area down there by Lake Apopka, but it's a beautiful little walk down there. Yeah. And then there's a huge pavilion down right on the lake that you can just sit they got some chairs out there just a, a nice little area to to it really is and it's like a popka so by nature yeah of course and because it's like a popka we saw gators out there of course just babies this time i spotted three or four of them uh, and we might have counted one twice but it was very yeah. cool i will tell you this though if you guys ever go out to the oakland nature preserve trail off the bike trail in winter garden bring some bug spray because angie and i both were bit multiple the horse times flies, yeah yeah mm, the horse flies were it's very um very woodsy out there yeah <laughs> there's lots of plants so critters come along with plants and then of course in our tradition that we always do after the bike trail we hit the plant street market yeah, we also went to the museum out there on the bike trail. Oh, yeah, they have like a little nature museum that's can... really cool. And I think they had a volunteer out there kind of explaining what they do. Yeah, so it was that pretty was pretty neat. cool. I mean, I think it's geared largely towards kids. Yeah. But, but yeah, it was pretty it's neat. Great too. for like field trips or parents at home school or just if you want to take the kids to do something. That's, that's really right. neat. Yeah. But then we hit the uh, Plant Street Market. Yes. And we always do, you know, you got to reward yourself after you do a grueling <laughs> bike ride. That's right. So we. We always do our flights at the, where is it? The Crooked Can. The Crooked Can Brewery. That's right. That's when, right. When Angie says flights, if you're not familiar, so the Crooked Can is a local brewery in Winter Garden. They have, gosh, maybe 30 or 40 different beers that they make. But you can get what's called a flight, which is instead of getting a pint, it's like four little glasses that probably equal a pint, but you can get different flavors. Yeah, it's so nice. I like that because I'm not a huge beer drinker. Yeah. So I like the craft beers, but sure. I like to try a variety of different ones. Yes, you always surprise me with the fact that you generally don't like heavy beer, but you do there. I know. It's it's really strange. Yeah. I'm very odd with my beer liking <laughs> tastings. Yeah, well, now you're liking the ones I like for the I most know. part. I do like those really dark ones. It's strange. And that wrap, did that wrap up that day? You know, it's all starting to blur together for me now. Um, no, because then we went, we went at, back to the hotel and yep. we got a shower and got cleaned up. And then we went and got a drink oh, at the attic door. That's right. The attic door. Yep. They serve beer and wine there as well. Yeah. So you may have heard us talk when we spoke with Lori Tarter in last week's episode about the, uh, the chef's table. We were going to go to the chef's table. We'll talk about that in a minute, but they also own the attic door they and do. I'd never been there. It was really a cool little place. Well, I talked about it too. Cause I took my mom and my sister and sister-in-law there for Mother's Day. For yeah. Mother's Day. We did the tea there, but they also have a, they were doing some entertainment in there. Yeah. It's just a cool little loungy place that serves really? beer and wine yep. and really friendly staff there as well. So we had a drink and then we headed over to dinner Another one of our favorite restaurants down there, which we've only done lunch at, but the Market to Table. Oh, yes. That was so good. Wow. That food was so good. I had, I'm going to mess this up. I'm calling it like Wagyu pork, but they that was kind of the reference that she told me. It kind of tasted mm -hmm. like Wagyu beef. But it, what was it? Do you remember? It was, it was wild caught. 
It was okay. wild um, boar or pork that right. they, you know, that is actually roaming out in the wild. It's kind of like free range cow sure, or, you sure. know what I mean? Yeah. Or beef. Um, but that was what kind of the difference of that oh, it was. was. It was spectacular though. <laughs> it was so good. And then you got like a vegetarian dish in there. We kind of split each dish. It was like a mushroom polenta yes. and it was phenomenal. Yeah. And then when you tried mine, you were like, oh man, I kind of wish I got that. And I'm, I'm not so like good. a vegetarian, uh, you know, I'm not a vegetarian, but it was a really good meal. Blew yeah. me away. It was. So we had like, that was like one of our two fancy meals that we had that weekend. Yeah. So if you haven't been to market to table in Winter Garden, it's another one of those yeah. places where it's, I would say it's borderline fine dining. It's, but it's, it's really good high end market to table food. Mm -hmm. The ambiance in there is great. Service is great. It, it, you will not go wrong by going in there to eat. Absolutely not. And so after that, after we had dinner, we wanted to still get a couple drinks. So we headed over to Pillars, which is like that's a little piano it. bar. Yeah, that's the name of that one. Yeah. And now what they've done because of COVID is now they have a lower level and an upper level. I guess they own the upper level. Yep. And so like you can get your drinks downstairs and there's a bar upstairs too, but that's where they're doing the entertainment. Yep. It's almost in like this rental space that they have up there for receptions and stuff. Cause everybody could be, the tables were a little farther spread out, a little more room up there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the, the music upstairs and then the bar downstairs. That was a really cool little place. It yeah. was it's very quaint downstairs. It's very small. Yeah. And like you said, they've got Love that other it. floor, but we had a really good time just, just having a few drinks and chatting. That's right. And then it was, you know, head back to the hotel, go to bed, because the next morning we had an eventful day scheduled. <laughs> we did. That's the day we got married. That would be on the 23rd. And I think we talked to you guys a little bit earlier about the fact that we were getting married down at a park in that area. Mm -hmm. Just the two of us with our photographer and our officiant. You know, we recorded a YouTube video of it, video of it for our family and friends. And... Uh, it was really, really cool. And I got to yeah. give a huge shout out to our photographer, Sarah Kearney. All these places, by the way, we're talking about, we'll put a link in the show notes, the Edgewater and the uh, Trail and, you know, the Crooked Cannon, all these things we're talking about, the Attic Door Market Table. But Sarah Kearney, she is such an amazing and talented photographer. Not only does she have the technical skill in mm -hmm. Photoshop and with the camera to kind of perfect the shot, but she has timing. Yes, she does. She, she gets these candid shots that are just so perfect or will place us, you know, stand here and I'd be making a joke like, well, you're having me stand in a flower bush and everything she had us do. We only got a sample so far. I know, but she sent us the samples really fast. Like the next day. That was literally so cool to see those and just be excited for the rest that are to come. Really. And that was so cool of her too. Like the very next day she said sneak peek and sent a few samples over and I was blown away. Yeah. I have to admit, part of me was like, we're just in this little town, this little hotel in front of this little tree in a park. I mean, how fancy, fancy and good be. can the pictures be? <laughs> we were dressed up really nicely, but they were amazing. And, and I can't wait to see the rest of them. Yeah, I am very happy. And I want to give a shout out to Krista Scott as well. Yes. She worked with us on, um, you know, our exchanging of our vows and kind of what she was going to say at the beginning and the end. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she had to deal with me being me and you being kind of picky about what yeah, what we wanted to say because we wanted to keep it short and sweet yeah yeah and krista was great but we yeah we just don't we didn't want to get too schmoopy as i call it and even though we probably both uh, did we, we totally did <laughs> and i and and for those of you that are listening that, that know us personally you know we we've been together for seven years this is our seven year anniversary that we got married on and we we wanted it to be 
very real. You know, our relationship yeah. is very good and it's very real. But, and it's nothing against those of you that like this kind of stuff, but I, you know, Angie and I are neither really like the lyrics, the, uh, I say lyrics cause it almost sounds like lyrics, but you know, the vowels that are like, you are the wind beneath my wings and <laughs> the rain shall come and all that kind of stuff. So we, we had us. to really customize it. And, and Krista was very cool about that. In yeah. fact, and she, she was very helpful during the I whole was, thing. Too. I was going to say, she wrote a little piece at the end that I loved. And yes. I, you know, I'm going to misquote it cause I already did once, but, um, you know, I have to go back and watch it, but it was just, it nailed it to me. Yeah. The importance of, you know, your, the value of your relationship being not really, uh, you, not necessarily the, the way you feel about each other in the current moment, but the way that as well as how you grow together with that feeling. That's right. And, yeah. Uh, again, I'm misquoting, but that was the sort of yeah, semblance Yeah, it was there. great. It was great. It was really good. She was amazing. Yep. And then we got home, you know, we, um, we got to relax a couple days at home. Um, oh no, we didn't. No, oh we didn't. You skipped we, over a bunch of stuff. Got, oh we, no, one thing. You skipped over one we, thing. We got married and then for our dinner, our wedding dinner, we went to literally one of our favorite restaurants. It, I'm telling you the chef's table. We talked about it. We have it. like three favorite restaurants. We do, but this, <laughs> but they're all sort of different categories. They are. Chef's mm -hmm. table is fine dining. If you'd like to hear more about it, go to episode 110 and we'll put a link in the show notes. We met it's with Lori. It's not 110. It's not 110. 109. What That's was 110? Right. 110 was um, Sha um, Shanti. Oh, the bamboo lady. That yes. was another great one. Okay. Yeah, so time one. flies. Sorry, I get I mixed know. up. But episode 109, we met with Lori Tarter mm -hmm. and she, uh, you know, she's the owner, her and her husband, and Kevin, she told us yep. all about how her and Kevin did it. But can I just say, we were treated like royalty in there. We yes. were, uh, you know, they always have such amazing service, such amazing food. It's like, it's normally like a three course meal. This time they did like a five course uh, mini portions. I, I don't think they normally do that, but regardless, it was Amazing. phenomenal. Oh, so good. Yes, so it was. Good. And the, they had a vanilla bean. Um, what do I get all the time? I'm the, crazy. The vanilla bean. Uh, oh, that Italian, that Italian uh, dessert? No. <laughs> The custard that I get. Why can't I think of what it's oh, called? Oh, I don't remember you How getting that How ridiculous am I? My I favorite dessert. I am literally Oh, my... creme brulee. Oh, Angie, where is your brain gone? <laughs> vanilla bean, like real vanilla bean when you can see the little brown flecks in it. Yeah. That's the they. That's the creme brulee they had. Yeah. And it was to die for. Oh, you see, you I know what my favorite I was a very thing? happy camper after the end of that night. That's your favorite <laughs> for sure. My favorite thing was... I'm going to say it wrong. Photograph? Oh, yeah. That was, no, that was my favorite. Oh, was I'm that? just saying the, the, because the dessert is on its own playing field. You right. know what I mean? Like, it's not part of saying what is your favorite from the dinner. The, okay. All you right. Know? We're going categorize but, yeah, the, the, the different categories. Photograph? Yes. I think is how they say it. I, I can, I never, I don't ever think Essentially, I, say it right. I think it's, it's duck liver, which sounds like it's not going to be good, but it is amazing it's amazing so great we had the wine pairing and uh so we're probably gonna talk a lot about food we are gonna talk a lot about food but i will tell you nothing competes with the chef's table when it comes to fine dining no it is amazing if you want to have a fancy dinner in winter garden go down to the chef's table make reservations but it is so insanely good we just experienced something very crazy like somebody just came flying in this little overlook that we're 
um, sitting and recording the podcast right behind us. And it was like a maniac. Like he thought it was part of the road. They pulled off. Wow, that was full speed. They just kept going. Oh, wow. That was insane. So then we flew up um, to North Carolina and we're staying in this really cool cabin up in Hendersonville because this is the town we normally stay in. That's right. But it's up in the mountains. And this cabin was like built in the eight. It was built in 1880. Yeah. Um, So a little bit of the hit, you know. I like hearing a little bit of the history oh, sure, behind me it. Too. I am going to ask the Airbnb guy if he does know a little bit more about it because it's super interesting to me. Like, is what's the family name of the people that maybe built it or something so that we can look into it a little more? Yeah, you, I will it's say it's really cool. You knocked it out of the park by finding this place. It is, you know, it's a little further up in the mountains than we normally stay, so it's perfect for a honeymoon. It's a it's a cabin, but it's weird. It's got like three floors. You know, you go down, there's a bedroom at the bottom. You climb this super steep <laughs> loft like ladder slash stairs up uh-huh. into the kitchen and living room and bathroom. There's another bathroom downstairs. Then you climb another set of stairs <laughs> to get up to the master bedroom. It's like an open loft. It's beautiful. So yeah. So this is like us kind of being on a cruise because we put our clothes for some reason, thought we were going to sleep in the loft area. <laughs> That's right. But heat rises, so it's a little warm up there. But all of our clothes are still up there, so we keep climbing up and down these stairs. Getting our steps in for all this food. <laughs> so we're getting all of our exercise for all the delicious food that we've been eating because the very first night here we went to the cabin unloaded all of our stuff and we had a reservation for one of our other favorite our favorite restaurant in north carolina that is right so we went to the copper crown i know we've talked about it on the show before but this is another um it's a little more casual but the food is fine dining style so yeah it's a very relaxed place but they actually have Dan's favorite drink there too. A Sasserac. It's a New Orleans themed restaurant, but you know, they've got hints of other stuff. To give you some examples, the first thing I ordered that I remember from last time we were here two years ago is they have green fried tomatoes, but they're done in a buffalo wing sauce, which sounds crazy, but it's amazing with blue cheese on it. Um, oh, Sasserac's so my good. favorite drink. I, in fact, I'm such a big fan of the Copper Crown. I named my publishing company for my books after. You sure did. So for Daniel Fox Books, it's Copper Crown Publishing. But That's uh, right. And what I love about this, um, the environment up here is everybody is just so welcoming. It's like, oh, I, hey, I know you. But we like started a great conversation with the um, like four people sitting at the table next to us. Yep. And then um, one of the guys asked me where we found the cabin from. Oh, there's crazy drivers on the great, on the Blue Ridge Parkway, by the way. We just saw somebody passing on a double yellow On the edge of a mountain. Going downhill. These people are crazy looney toony. Um, (laughs) So anyway, sorry you had to share in that, but we're just kind of like... We're talking about how friendly everybody here is, and then we see all the lunatics driving. Well, these are probably people that are tourists. So I'm just going to throw that out there. But anyway, (laughs) the guy asked where I heard about the cabin from, and I said, oh, I think just, you know, Airbnb, and he's... And, and I said, he goes, do you know Romantic Asheville? And I said, oh, yeah, I've been on there to find stuff to do in Asheville. He goes, oh, I write Romantic Asheville. I know. So cool. I'm going to have to find his name and message him. Maybe yes. we can have him on the show that or something. That would be so great. Because I feel like there's we've met so many people up here already that are from Florida that are vacationing here. Yeah. So a lot of us from Florida come to North Carolina We hear about people vacation. that are moving here, too, from, a lot. from Florida. So that's yeah. great, and vice versa. We've met some people up here that want to move to Florida, so it's interesting how. Yeah. But I agree with you, Angie. It's Everyone is so nice. It's like, 
you know, there's certain places you can go in the country where the general public are either more or less warm and friendly yeah. before you talk to them. And there is definitely sort of a Southern charm here. Yeah, where. everybody is just very um, accepting and just wants to be kind and chat and get to know you and what you're up to and give you advice of where yeah. to go and what to do. I love it. So I love that. But um, so we've pretty much had an action packed few days already that we've been here and I've, you know, booked us up for some great things to do because yep. we, we love to make the most of it. And I'm not a huge shopper. So I don't normally do a lot of shopping. Right. But there was one place that I had to go when we got up here. And I have been, I have budgeted for it because I don't like to spend a lot of money on myself. But there is this company called In Blue Handmade. And so it's like, what? What is that? It's a leather working company up here in North Carolina. It's a small business. And what they do is make handbags and, you know, purses and makeup bags and belts and, you know, leather stuff sure sure okay. it was a really cool little shop I yeah mean, it was really quaint it would be you'd never find it if you weren't looking no, for it because it's like their sh their showroom is connected to the warehouse yeah. where they work out of that's right. not in downtown Asheville or anything like that it's kind of off the beaten path but I f I just saw their story online somewhere yep and what they do is every purchase they um every purchase made they donate 50 meals to help feed America. I love that. So, I mean, how can you not feel good about spending money there? I had no problem. Yeah. I didn't even look at the prices of what I bought. Yeah. I just grabbed what I wanted and knew that it was my purchase was going towards a good cause. I and love I it. love their story. They're just a small company and I, I just love it. I love it too. And to each their own again. We're not disparaging yeah. anything. But what I love about it is. You spent a significant amount of money on a purse, which you never spend money on yourself. So I love that. For one, for two, for the money that you spent on the purse, you could have got this typical branded purse that so many people get with the fancy designer names on it. And instead, you got a really nice handmade leather purse that also contributed to such a great cause. And it's so. got a story, like somebody's hands put, you know, that I met maybe put that together. And I want to give a shout out to Z because she is actually the one that helped us in the showroom and she was lovely. Yeah, she was amazing. Yeah. It was great. Super friendly again. And then we made our way to downtown Asheville. Yes, we did. We did something really fun while we were there. We too. did. So Angie had booked some of this, or not booked, but sort of planned out some of mm -hmm. these locations. One of them was, it's called the Battery Park Book Exchange. It's a giant two-story bookstore that is also a restaurant with tables and chairs spread throughout the bookstore. You can buy books in there. You can sit and you can read them. I mean, it's, it is really, really cool. Um, they had sort of a smaller section because of COVID where they're sitting people, but we had, you know, a couple glasses of wine, big charcuterie board, walked around, looked at all the books. It was, the ambience in that place is amazing and I can't wait to go back there again as well. Yeah, and you can tell why I chose that place because, you know, you're a writer. Oh, yeah. So I thought it'd be really cool to just go to a place where you're kind of in your element and that, and I think you mentioned there's like old books in there. Oh, like, like really old really, leather bound. Yeah. Like, and some of them were in cases like locked up. Yeah, where you can't You're even touch them. You're not allowed to touch yeah. them because the oils in your hand might destroy them. Yeah, but I love it though. That, I think, what a great concept. Yep. And I love that there was people of all ages in there. Yeah. And they, I don't know, I mean, it's called the book exchange. So I didn't ask, but I should have asked. I'm almost wondering if they have like a program where you, it's almost like a library. 
you bring, you bring a, book? a book, take a book, or if, you, oh, wow. if there's a membership or something, we should find out. I would, I would be so happy that, to bring a couple of my isn't books that there. Yeah, so cool. It really but, is. Um, then we went to the pinball museum. Oh, which, I'm so glad you found that place. That was the coolest. So, I mean, really, I only thought there was going to be pinballs in there. But then you discovered a whole back room, didn't you? Or yeah, the guy told so, you about yeah, it. Well, he said, you know, the pinball machine. And, and here's the cool thing. So I've played pinball games in my life. I'm a child of the 80s. Of course I have. They have everything from the oldest pinball machine you've ever seen. Some of them are actually the old solid wood ones that are encased in glass that you can't use. They just want you to see them. Then they have the old 80s pinball games. Then they have all the way up till the new ones that have like, you know, six levels of all these wireframe things for the balls and animatronic things in them. But in the next room back, he said something about Sega Nintendo video game. I don't remember, but I walked in there and all the classic full-size arcade games you remember from the 80s were in there. I'm talking Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man, Defender, Qbert, Frogger, Donkey <laughs> Kong, uh, the tabletop version. I lost the, it, Frogger, pretty uh, much immediately. Uh, I don't even know how. Uh, uh, all of the game. <laughs> I mean, I literally couldn't joust. I couldn't find any game. In fact, this was the the icing on the cake for me. In the third room we found that goes back there with more of the classic video games in the corner was a working version of the original Dragon's Lair game. So I was like, oh my God. So I was at that one for a while. We did that for a while. And then we played old school Gauntlet yeah. next to it. It was just, yeah. it was amazing. It was so fun. I know, such a cool little idea to put in the in the middle of like a craft beer kind of oh, artsy town. Let like, us also cool. mention they serve alcohol in there. Oh, they do. So at every video game, there's like a holder for your it, cup. It's not a child's place. No, it's no, like a bar. It's an adult. Yeah. It's an adult toy place. Yes. Like basically, that's what it is. Yep. You know. So yeah, you have to check that out if you're downtown. And what's really cool is it's like. $15 per person, you get a, a wristband on. Yeah. And you can go, you can leave and then come back. And it's unlimited, 15 unlimited. bucks. And you this just is come like, in and play, it's so it, cool. This is like an 80s kid's dream come it true. Really $15 is. and you can play as many video games as you want for the yeah. rest of the day. And the pinball machines are awesome. Oh, they they're were. like the older ones. Some of them you can't play anymore, but yep. they still, there's ones that are really old that you can play and it's a yeah. really, I like the pinball you machines. You were killing it at Those pinball. are fun. Yeah, I just were... hit the button. I just hit the button. <laughs> That's an easy game right there. And then of course you can't go to downtown Asheville without trying out some of the breweries. Brewery or two. Yes. I mean, we were driving home. So we did um, find the Wicked Weed, though. And that was a recommendation that someone... Many people recommended oh, yeah, yeah. that one. So, um, yeah, really good beer. And guess what kind of beer I got? I'm trying to remember which one you got from that particular brewery. Give me a minute. Let's listen to the cars zip by. Uh, let me think. What kind of beer did you get there? Was it a darker beer? Was it a porter? It was the vanilla porter. Oh, it was vanilla porter. Oh, that's your favorite. That's my favorite too, it's really. Real, it was really good. So yeah, so we had um, beer there and then we went home after that. Because, so that's a full, yeah, pretty full day. I mean, we've had full days, definitely. Because uh, our, you know, we had to get home and get some sleep because <laughs> the next day we had an activity. Oh, then the next day we did the zip lines at the Navitat canopy tours we've done them before we were here a few years ago and we did the treetop tour i think it was five or six zip lines and then and like some rappelling and, and some stuff rappelling, and yeah, climbing up ladders where, yeah and ladders and bridges and stuff like that yep. yeah and then this year we did the other one they call it the mountaintop tour it's the 
I, I don't know if it's a tall, I think it's the highest off the ground, but when they say tallest, I'm not sure, but it's the fastest tandem zip line in the country. 350 meaning, feet off the ground. Three, oh, 350 feet off the ground. So that's taller than the Statue of Liberty. They with talk, a bus on top. With a bus on top. They <laughs> talk to us about that. But it's also 60 plus miles an hour you get going. And when I say tandem, this is, you know, two zip lines that run right beside each other so you can ride together with your friends. So Angie and I rode, you know, right beside each other. And it, it was, so, was fun. so fun. We got some of the coolest GoPro And when footage. they say a mountaintop, that's because you are seeing like the full view of the mountains and you and you're in them which is crazy you really like, are you're going from mountain to mountain that's how you're zipping it is the coolest thing and it you know it is so much wind when you break the tree line and all of a sudden yeah. you're up there like it was trying i have a helmet on over my baseball cap and it was trying to blow that off my head you know my chin strap got tight yeah it was it was just amazing and i do want to say like um we've only been there one other time but we had an amazing guide the last time we were there this time top notch again oh she was great yeah so we had blue and she was so much fun yes. she was like singing and she was just the life of the party yep. and cracking jokes but also educating you along the way oh about plants you could forage and oh. plants you could cook and eat and which ones not to touch you know it's interesting to me and this may be relevant to those of us you know living in central florida Poison ivy. We all know, you know, those of us that grew up in the woods, we know what poison ivy looks like. What I didn't know is the roots of poison ivy look like fur on a tree. Mm. It looks almost like hair. And if you burn that, like if you take a piece of firewood that you didn't notice and you burn it and you breathe that smoke, you can get poison ivy in your lungs and oh, have yeah. to go to the hospital. It was That was really educational. I know. I, I mean, I'm really interested in learning more about some of that foraging and just knowing kind of what's in yes. the forest around you. And that's one of the things when I did the survey for, um, for Navitat, I, um, noticed that they have like a coupon for like a local place that takes you out in the woods and teaches you how to forage. So I'm like, how can try. we fit that yeah. in while we're here? Because <laughs> right. I need to do this. Exactly. And then after you forage with them, they cook. You go cook what you forage, like oh, wild that is mushrooms awesome. and everything. Oh, that is awesome. So I'm like, we're going to try to fit that in, but we're pretty jam-packed. I mean, what we're explaining to you guys is only we're, we're four days in. Yeah. Wednesday, well, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, we're four days going on the fifth day in, and we're here for nine days. So we've been quite busy, guys. We really have. And I tell you, you know, those of you that are regular listeners, you know that we have a guest on pretty much every week. I will say this week, and I suspect next week will probably yeah. be part two of the honeymoon trip because, <laughs> you know, we don't get home until like the weekend and then we have a, yeah. a new show coming out. But yeah, we've, we've just had so much fun. I think after we left the canopy tours, we went to a little town called Weaverville. Mm -hmm. And again, got to meet from the, there's a bat flying around right there. Oh wow! You got to meet from the locals that, um, you know, you got to ask the locals, where do you go to eat? And, you know, where do you recommend to eat? And they told us about a little place, one town over, called the Blue Mountain Pizzeria. You got to go there. So we, you know, went and exit down the road. This quaint little town. It was so cool. Uh, one little strip goes through Weaverville. And uh, we went to the Blue Mountain Pizzeria. Had a, a amazing pizza, an amazing sandwich. And then Patty came mm -hmm. out. To, and I don't know if she owns the place or... And she was like the hostess. How she greeted us when we came in, super nice. Oh, she was nice as could be. Comes over, chatted with us about the food or whatever. We said, "Oh, we're on a honeymoon. It's great." She said, "Awesome. All right. Well, hold on." Came back with a full-blown gift and a gift bag for us <laughs> for our honeymoon, and it was the coolest thing. It's like a 
a cookie jar, like a full-blown yeah. cookie jar size cookie jar that says life is good. It was a neat little thing. And it was like, wow, this is the kind of hospitality you get what? around here. I know. It's just crazy. So, but the food was amazing too. The French so dip good. sandwich was to die for. Yes. And the pizza. Oh, you got that pizza with like the balsamic glaze. Yeah. What was the thing you got at the beginning that was, it was like a... It was a, like a, a Gouda... Um, uh, uh, a gouda and uh, roasted red pepper soup with garlic knots that you dip in yeah. it. So, so God, well, I'm making myself we've hungry. Eating. We've been eating, guys. <laughs> we've been like eating. That's, yeah, that is the that is what and drinking because our yes. next day, you know, we were wiped after that, but we did do a little just driving around to check out that small little quaint town, yeah. super cute. Because we've been kind of just taking back roads and stuff to just enjoy some different the scenery. countryside. Yeah, you know. The funny thing is, we're from Florida. It's very flatland, guys. Unless you go out to like Claremont area where you got some hills. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, hills. <laughs> hills, not mountains. Yeah. And we have this little car that we run in that's like going up the hills. Trying. It's a, my little <laughs> Nissan here is trying. So, um, so the next day we um, did a few more breweries. Breweries in town. Breweries. Yeah. Breweries. I can't say the word. Breweries. Brew breweries. Yeah. yeah. We went to Dry Falls. Yes, I, I, that one I just did a little search and found that it was kind of near us, yep. but I really liked their story. Yep. And um, we went there and the beer was phenomenal. We, again, there. we got flights there. They had yes. flight samples and I really enjoyed it too. Yeah. They had, I uh, love doing the flights because you get just such a variety. They had yeah, a, they had a nickel, a brown nickel, I think was the, my favorite one there. But yeah, they had, that's where I also learned about, and I should have known this from the friends we have in the business, but farmhouse ale, there's a word they have for it that I'm never going to remember right now. Saison. Saison. Oh, nice. I remembered uh, that. But farmhouse ale is generally lighter and it's got a almost like a Belgian white flavor to me, but it was, it was so good. So that was mm -hmm. one of the samples I got in that flight. Yep. And then I was, um, and we went to Blue Ghost. Blue Ghost Brewery. Yep. yep. That one's very popular. That's yep. a very popular one here. They very had a great porter cool there. Cool little outdoor sitting area. Yeah. A little and, food truck. And they're named after the Blue Ghost. Um, Firefly? Fireflies. Yeah. They only come out at a certain time here in this area in the mountains. So I thought that was cool. Oh, I thought know? it was very cool. We've seen one firefly so far, just one. Just one little one. And Angie's like, we're sitting in the hot so tub excited. out on the porch of our, uh, <laughs> yeah, of our cabin. And she's like, oh my God, like, and I didn't even see it because I didn't look fast enough. Because I grew up with fireflies, catching them in little jars oh, so whenever in, in Michigan. Here's a question for those of you that grew up in Central Florida like me. I'm from Central Florida. I swear we used to have fireflies. Am I losing my mind or was I on a trip as a kid? I don't remember. I've never seen them in Florida. This is going to sound terrible. I feel like it's too hot for them. I remember something. mashing them and you could write with their guts. I know that's terrible, but it glows. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I was a kid. You killed the bugs. <laughs> I mean, I kept them in a jar, so I'm sure they didn't survive. Yeah, that's right. There's nothing for them in there. Uh, but we ended that day of breweries at our favorite brewery out here, which is, of course, Sideways Brewery. And it's not just because John and Carrie are friends of ours, but one thing I noticed about the other breweries that we'd gone to, and that includes the day before when we went to the Wicked Weed Brewery, they're all in like a building slash warehouse restaurant kind of vibe, but they're also like on a strip that's near or in between a lot of other businesses. Mm -hmm. One of the really cool things about Sideways is 
it's not really as far out as I thought, as I'd remembered. It's a farm. It's a, but it's still, <laughs> it's still a farm. So yeah. it's not, you don't have to drive far, but they're on this huge piece of land and it's like super peaceful and there's nothing around and you can go see the animals and you know, the beer is amazing. So it was really cool to go do that and to see them, but we couldn't talk to them. They were so busy. They were slammed. And so the first time we were there, it was, you know, there were some people there, like yeah. from some Airbnb experiences and stuff. But I'm telling you that the parking lot was full. Yeah. They did not stop talking or, move or moving or shaking the whole time we oh, were there. Because people were just coming in. Yeah. They had like a little festival set up outside with some local artists. Yeah, that and, was so cool. The donut um, lady. The donut lady and a barbecue place. They had live music out there. Yeah. And they were jamming. I mean, it was so cool to just see it that. It was. I'm so happy for them. I also felt a little guilty because you could tell they felt like oh we really want to talk to you and you yeah. know it was uh carrie's mom and carrie and john and they can't and they're like oh come back another day when i don't think we're going to be able to but just so we're john and carrie if you're listening <laughs> we totally understand we are we are so happy to see your success and it was just really nice to say hi for a minute and to really just walk around and see how you guys are doing and if you're in the area if you're in the Asheville area they the sideways is in a little town called etowah we also interviewed them on a previous episode. If you do a search on our website or on the mm -hmm. on the podcast, you can find out everything you want to know about that brewery. But it was so cool to go out there and do that, see them again. Yep. And then today we're ending our day here on the Blue Ridge Parkway talking, yep. you know, to you guys. Yeah. But right before this, we did hit the River Arts District. And that's a cool little area. Yeah. I mean, so it's like I read the little... Um, Description of that area used to be an industrial area right next to the um, like the railroad tracks and right off of the um, French Broad River that it used to be located. And um, it kind of got ran down over the years. And then it, you're scary freaking me out, man. What are you looking at? No, I'm just looking around. <laughs> It's all good. Um, and then it got kind of ran down over the years and abandoned, yep. but they have turned it into this place where over 300 artists have set up shop. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's such a, it's, you know, what's weird about that place to me. It's a very industrial looking place. It looks, yeah. you can tell that it used to be an industrial area, but there's graffiti all over everything. And it's sort of tastefully done graffiti. Like they let the artists come in and paint the buildings, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I did see a sign that says no more painting on buildings. Yeah, I think so that's might, done. Maybe it was getting like out Had of control. But, but there's... Yeah, we, we ate at a really great little um, restaurant over there, like a Hawaiian-inspired yeah. Rosa Bees. And had some like guava... Or what would they... Popo juice? What they the, call it? Pow. I think they call it pow. I don't know. Pow? Some kind of juice. It's like a mixture of like pineapple, guava, and orange juice. That was amazing. And it was amazing. It was amazing. Angie, let's be honest. I had a glass of that. Angie had a martini made of that because sure she's did. not driving. And I bet that was better, <laughs> but it was still very, very good. <laughs> yep. It was um, It was not bad, I must say. So if we haven't just bored you to tears with the list of all the businesses here, it's it suffice to say that, you know, between Winter Garden and here in North Carolina, it's been so cool to find all these things to do and all these businesses to help support. And uh, 
you know, if you're ever out this way, please come check out some of these places. And the thing we always do when we are in this area is we ask the locals when we're out and about, what do I have to hit up? Where do I have to try? Where do I, yes. And they will send you in the right direction. Yeah, in so the same way that you, cool. you want the chef to tell you which meal is the best. Yeah, right. you find out from the locals where you really want to eat. And uh, yeah, so we've got, you know, we've got almost a full week left up here mm -hmm. and lots of adventures left to do. But we're going to, we'll post a YouTube video of some of the stuff we've done up here, including the some really cool footage we got of the zip lines and, you know, kind of, kind of share some of the adventure. That's right, guys. But we're going to get back to our honeymoon. We thank you so much for listening to us each and every week when you tune in. Don't forget to give us a rating if you get a chance. A review would be wonderful if you could put your words in there about what you enjoy about the show. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel so that you know when we have new podcasts coming out. Indeed. And also, I want to remind you, before I give you the number you can call us at, I want to give a quick shout out to Patricio from the podcast with a side of chaos he's been helping me put together an updated version of my will so if you haven't had a chance to check out that uh, podcast it's called with a side of chaos thanks again patricio for your help with that i also wanted to let everyone know that if you're a fan of my novels lies that bind i just was uh, just notified by the voice talent that the recording is completed so i have to do a review over the next few weeks within the next month or so the audio version of that book will be available at Audible, and I'll make another announcement here on the show for that. If you'd like to be on the show or you have an idea you can be on the, uh, of a guest that would be on the show, as Angie mentioned, you can contact us, and the number for that is 407-490-3899, or you can email us at feedback at fineanddangy.com. And Angie is officially Mrs. Fox now. I am officially Mrs. Fox. I cannot say... My name is Angie Sanders anymore. Yep. And when I get back in town, I got to start working on, because I, I want to officially change the spelling of my first name, yep. but I cannot change that unless I go through the court system. Yeah. So I have to pay the fees and all that jazz, but my real name will be changed to Angie. <laughs> so excited for that. Guys, you can find us on all our social media at Fine and Dangie. Remember that we are still working on our new YouTube channel to have some great content for things to do around Florida. So keep an eye out for that. And thank you guys so much. And remember, um, each and every day, ask yourself, what are you doing to help those in your community, to support your community, to help your community and those in it thrive? Indeed, let's support those small businesses. That's right. And also remember at the end of each and every single day, it's, it's all fine and dandy.